She is a lifestyle blogger, published author, bucket list crosser, and a girl that's a little obsessed with pandas. Her mission? To bring you Utah's most influential people. Each week, Nina will get personal with her guests as they share their messages in hopes to inspire you. Are you ready? Welcome to the Nina Talks Podcast. Marin and Emily are an Eastern BFFs who spent the summer of 2008 bonding over the Twilight Saga. And I am so excited because I actually have them in the studio today. So Woo! welcome, you guys. Thank Hi, you. Everyone. Hi. <laughs> I am so excited to geek out about Twilight with you because it's been a while. But apparently it's making a comeback because of you girls. Yeah. Oh, so. I'm bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Yes. It, yeah. I've always had it. I never let go. <laughs> it's true. She kept up on it. I lost it for a while. So okay. I'm kind of getting back into things, rereading, awesome. rewatching. It's very I, exciting. <laughs> this is amazing. This is awesome. I'm excited. So can you tell me how did you guys get into Twilight? Or do you remember? Yes. So I was in seventh grade and some girl at school started reading Twilight. And I was like, that's a pretty book cover. I like vampires. I'd always watched Buffy. So I was like, vampires. That's my thing. So I read it and then I geeked out about it really hard. And I was like, this is the be most beautiful book I've ever read. <laughs> Everybody has to read it. So I gave it to Marin. No, she did. She, it was beyond geeking out about it. Like it was the most obsessed I've ever seen anybody over anything, even more than when I was obsessed with New Kids on the Block in 1991, <sighs> even more than that. It was mm -hmm. Um, amazing and so I just knew I knew Emily was cool I knew she had perfect taste because we agreed <laughs> yes. on everything and so I gave, gave it a shot, shot and that was it that was the rest for me that was it I was hooked yeah and I never stopped reading it I've read the books over and over through the years and I especially love to listen to the soundtracks and so I would listen to the music with my girls and sing the songs with them and so my poor little girls love Twilight too I love, I love that. that. I think it's so really cool. cool. So, so you took, took a trip, trip to Washington. <laughs> Tell me about that because I loved seeing your guys' photo on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. I love that it has like the 2008. Like, yes, the timestamp time on it. Mm -hmm. So please take us back to that trip. We took three trips. We've no been three way. times. Okay. We've been more than one. No freaking way. Okay. <laughs> so I am married to Emily's uncle oh okay awesome. yes and that's how we know each other and um they have family in washington so it was oh, very convenient for okay. us it wasn't like <laughs> well, well it was it was it was like <laughs> let's plan a trip specifically to go to forks mm -hmm. and we'll visit family also while we're there mm -hmm. so <laughs> so the first time we went we actually took my other cousin with us okay and we we camped while we were there. We did a lot of hikes, but it was kind of before the franchise for the movies started. Yes. Oh, so it was before the first movie had come out. Okay. And so the town still wasn't very popular. Like we got to experience in it really oh, yeah. like a raw, organic way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything was just its normal window fronts. Everything was its normal. Like the visitor centers just had forks washington 
stuff. Like they didn't have a bunch of Twilight bumper stickers and things. There was like one magnet. Mm -hmm. No, there wasn't even, no, there was one that said like Forks Bites or Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of it was just Forks, Washington, Forks, Forks, Washington, visit the forest. We love logging. And it was (laughs) so wonderful because it was very... Forks, Washington. The next year when we went, mm-hmm. every storefront was decorated, and mm-hmm. every no every single <laughs> shirt in every building had something to do with Twilight. And we'll push. We took pictures of all of them, yes. so stay tuned to the Instagram. There's going to be a lot more, hundreds of pictures on our hundreds. on our digital cameras with our SD cards. Yes. How cool is it that they used to have those? Because I feel like a lot of my photos from back in high school or whatever, I don't have them anymore. Like mm-hmm. I lost them. Yep. That's amazing. I'm really excited to kind of go down this journey with you guys. So. Let's talk about, so they are fellow podcasters too. So let's talk about this. So what made you both decide? Well, we love Twilight. We love what we're doing. We're starting this. So what made you decide to get into the podcasting world? Well, I've been throwing around the idea of starting one, but I have many interests. And so narrowing it down was the biggest thing. And then Twilight just kind of randomly came up back into our lives one day. And I was like, you know what? We like hanging out with each other and talking about things that we love. So let's do Twilight. We spend a lot of time using the word remember. We spend a lot of time going, remember Buffy? Remember true crime like we say remember la 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 all the mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. and it, this was just like not even two months ago we were sitting at the dinner table we have dinner together every sunday mm-hmm. it's a family thing and so we're having dinner and i think somebody literally even said remember twilight um and and we just were like let's do it let's do it this is it this is it we're gonna bring back 2008 we're gonna bring back twilight so. yeah I love it. It just happened. Okay. I'm really, I'm really excited about this. So can you tell us, so I've listened to your episodes already and it, so you're basically reading the books again from the beginning and you kind of diving into the chapters. So kind of walk us through a little bit of the process. Okay. For me. I think our processes are different, and I think you can tell that from listening to us. <laughs> Emily Emily does a lot it. of, as far as I can tell, uh, because we don't talk to each other during the week so that we <laughs> save it all up. Um, gotcha. I can see that Emily does a lot of deep research, and she actually uh, reads the books with a like a research brain and I get into the book and I have my pencil and I have my reading glasses and I just react like, so it's just all the reactions. The story is secondary to my feelings about the story, um, which is kind of a new way of looking at it for me. Cause it, I think in the past for me, it has been about the story. And now for me, it's about how I feel. And so I'm learning a new, I'm learning a lot of new things about kind of, my feelings about Edward and my feelings about Uh, Bella and their relationship together, especially, uh, of course, when I first read it, I was like, I had a certain feeling about their relationship, but now that I'm reading it and I am reacting with such a strong feeling, uh, I'm learning, I'm learning a lot and I'm actually appreciating the story a lot more than I did. And I'm 
grateful to be letting go of all of the negative feelings that society has kind of told me to feel about it for a long time <laughs> where there was a lot of stigma. Oh, and you, you see all the memes that are like still a better love story than twilight. And I'm like, oh. bull crap. <laughs> there are no better love stories. And we'll tell oh you why God. in What's 500 your- episodes. <laughs> I'm committed. I'm doing every single one. I love it. So usually I'll read the chapter a couple times. The first time that I go through is kind of the same thing where I just pick up on the pieces that stand out to me. And then I do it a second time and I kind of get the play by play for the chapter to guide the episode through. And then usually I'll do one right before we record just so it's fresh in my mind because I I have a hard time remembering things. (laughs) Me too. Uh, So (laughs) I have to gather a lot of notes so that I stay on track with it. Her notes are very, very organized. It's beautiful. Mine are just scribbling and margin (laughs) writing sideways and all around the entire page. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works, right? right? It's it works for you. So <laughs> no, I think that's, it's really cool. And it's going to be great for, I feel like a lot of the Twilight fans will hopefully come out mm-hmm. and uh, start remembering as well. So with that, because I mean, I read the books, I watched the movies. Do you feel, which do you prefer best? Do you like the books more or do you like the, do you feel like the movie even portrayed the books as much as it should have? Or what what do you feel here? (laughs) Okay. I, there's every single thing you just said I want to like, I want to talk about. So the first thing is like bringing it back and having people like fans appreciate it again. I have over the past month had probably 10 or 15 people approach me, send me direct messages. Come, I had even had a friend come to my house and talk to me for an hour about Twilight no and way. her personal experience with it. And I think that um, as far as that goes, a lot of people are grateful for this because they're they're, they have an outlet now to like be like, well, I actually am a Twilight fan, and I and since you're talking about it, maybe I can talk about it, and so they're not as yes. embarrassed. Um, and then what was the second thing? Um, the book compared oh. to the book in the movie. Okay, so I the books to me are a million times better, but I hate to use the word better because I also love the movies. I feel like they're kind of just a different, um, a different world altogether. Somebody who was talking to me about Twilight just today, describing the movies used the word kitschy. And I was like, the movies are kind of kitschy. They're, they're a cult style Uh of movie. They were made for the fans, for the people who've read the books a million times, for the people who are in love with Edward and who feel like they are Bella. And so, they are very kitschy and they're very made with the fans in mind, which I appreciate in a totally different way than I appreciate the books, the books. And especially now that I'm rereading it are so beautiful to watch this love story grow and to watch these individuals grow as, and I can't say people because Edward's not a person (laughs) grow as individuals, uh, just to watch him finally break out of his like hundred year trial and turmoil (laughs) and then watching Bella grow as a human and and figure out who she is and what she wants and doesn't want and what she likes and doesn't like, which she very openly expresses and people are wrong about her being quiet and timid. She's not, she expresses. So I think I like the books better, but I like them both for such different reasons. I think they're both wonderful. Absolutely. As the movies went on, I feel like they got a little bit closer to the, to the books. The first one is just a riot. It's so fun, <laughs> which is not really the Twilight novel. No. 
<laughs> Twilight is pretty serious and the movie is just yeah, it's yeah. in another world. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I can see what you're saying, Marion. So it's basically made for defense. Yeah. There was, you know, something that they can look at and appreciate. And even the inside jokes, because I remember going to the movies and I was like, oh, <laughs> laughing. And people that hadn't read the books are like, what? Yeah. What's so funny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. They don't get it. I, I mean, nobody got to see me and Emily just screaming and literally bawling at every single one of those movies oh just sitting God. next to each other like oh we've been there we have a picture in front of that sign <laughs> I love yeah, that I think we went to all of the midnight premieres all of them for no way the movies yeah, so. just sitting there crying yep in fact the second time that we went to Washington to do a forks tour was to go and get Breaking Dawn it, mm. We went up okay. there. We drove to Port <sighs> Angeles to the bookstore to get Breaking Dawn, the mm-hmm. novel. No. And they were giving a prize to the people who had come from the furthest away, which was 100% us. But somebody else got it because they lied. They said that they came from Rhode Island, but they didn't. They actually were, like, already in Washington with, like, no they were staying way. there. Anyway, we drove the furthest. We yep. should have gotten that prize. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So, okay, I feel like this is a maybe the true Twilight fans question would know, but um, are you Team Edward or Jacob? Or maybe give me a little bit of an explanation of why you choose one or the other. <laughs> I'm just laughing because we had a whole conversation about this in one of our upcoming episodes. Ooh, okay, well, let's hear a little bit then, and then maybe I'll have it. So, we agree. Podcast. We agree yeah. on what team we're on. We are on. Mm-hmm. We're Team, team Edward. Edward. 100%. Okay. Yes. 100%. There's zero. I don't waver. I never have. I've been Team Edward from no the beginning. Way. I, mm-hmm. I kind of went back and forth. So I. A lot of people do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Jacob's wonderful. wonderful. Like, I will never discredit Jacob. He is fantastic. I think we even said in one of the episodes that he's the second best character in the book. I'm right after Charlie. But uh, I love Jacob. Jacob's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But I know I'm team Edward, 100%. Yes. Well, and so I'm team Edward because Edward is very much team Bella. And yeah, Jacob. I don't even know how to describe it, but Bella is the person for Edward. Yeah. And we know eventually that Bella is not the person for Jacob. Mm-hmm. Uh, but above and beyond that, and I think I can explain, maybe, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think I can explain what what your feeling is. Uh, Edward has been around for a while. Right? <laughs> been around a long time. time. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have a problem with that because they're like, oh, he's an old man. Nah, he's not. He's a teenager. However, he has been around for a long time and he has heard the mind of every single human being he's ever listened to. And so he knows what people think and how they feel. Um, and so he's a, he has a little bit of an advantage as far as maturity goes. Jacob is a teenage boy and he's younger than Bella by about a year or maybe Mm -hmm. even more. Um, so Jacob goes through a lot of the same stuff that Bella goes through and he's falls in love with her and it's very fiery and it's very intense and it just goes way above and beyond anything he's ever felt. And he's in love with Bella, but it's, it's as a teenage boy who wasn't supposed to be with her ever. Mm -hmm. And people get caught up in that. People get caught up in like, Oh, Jacob, but he really loves her and he would never hurt her the way that Edward did. But Edward didn't have the intention to hurt her. It goes way, way deep. And I have, I have hours worth of feelings about it. But I think, is that kind of what you feel like? Absolutely. This is why we make a good team because I'm bad at explaining my feelings, but we have the same opinions on things. So then she 
describes what I feel. <laughs> I can see it. This dynamic is great, you guys. And uh, I think that just even talking about Twilight in general, it just gets me in my feelings too. I feel like we all go through this, all these emotions start yes. going through your head. You're like, oh my gosh, what is going on? So is there maybe like a, out of one of the books, is there a scene or even the movies or something that really like hit you in the feels and you just, whoa. Am I going to recover? <laughs> We're like crying right now. <laughs> As you say that. <laughs> I love it because I'm getting there too. So, <laughs> uh, so it's in New Moon. Oh, man. After Edward leaves. And as you're turning the pages in the book, it just goes month by month. Oh, because September, October, just, November. She loses those months. Because she lost the love of her life. He left her. He told her he does not want to be with her. He said that to her. And she was like, oh, oh, I always knew that was going to happen. And then it did. And I was right. And he doesn't love me. And then she stupidly went and tried to find him and got lost. And thankfully, the pack found her, brought her back home. And then she just she just sat in a room for months and months and months, went to school, ate, whatever, did the things. Mm-mm. Just so, so sad. So depressed. We even made a joke about how, like, maybe Charlie puts, he does eventually put the bullets in the cupboard because he doesn't want it. But it's, yeah, absolutely. All feelings all right there. It's like you had to close the book and and think about it for a really long time before you could open it up and start reading it again because it's so, it's so sad and it's so heartbreaking. And Bella just, she can't deal and it's, yeah, that is heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm just like literally sitting here, <laughs> tears streaming down my tears. face because. <laughs> oh, you guys, but I think this is so cool because in, as I'm listening to you talk, all these memories are coming back. I have, I mean, when Bella was pregnant and they were at that house and everyone, oh my gosh, see, <laughs> all the sadness. But anyways, like just her going through all that pain and, you know, and Jacob is there too. And it, it, it's just, Wow. What a scene. And I mean, I will say this. I, I didn't read. I can't remember if I read like actually the whole series book wise, but I did watch all the movies and I feel like I should, I, maybe I should start reading all the series so that way I can get a little bit more understanding. Yeah. Now's your chance. Yeah. yeah. You did it along with us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have I you should. on an episode. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'll read it with you guys and then we'll like share notes or something. But um, I think that, I mean, maybe for people that, never quite understood the whole vampire like how I mean how would you put it so you try to explain to someone that's not a fan and like how would you explain that to them well they're vampires and you know he falls in love with a human and like you know what I mean there's wolves and there's just so much so many pieces going through so like how would you explain that to someone uh I would definitely start by saying these are fantasy novels these are it's a young adult fantasy novel so it's it's not it has become a a young adult love story but at its core it's a young adult fantasy novel it's fantasy all the way because these are not vampires from Anne Rice or Joss Whedon these aren't these aren't your um traditional vampires they're a whole new genre that Stephanie Meyer came up with uh they're good they're they're beautiful they and they are cooler than any other vampire I've ever read about or seen they're more beautiful they're more powerful and the werewolves are even a different 
werewolf than you've ever seen before. They are they are absolutely not the monsters that you heard or read about werewolves before. They are a wolf pack. They're humans that magically turn into wolves to protect each other. And that's their whole entire purpose is to protect their tribe. It isn't to turn other people into werewolves and it isn't to terrorize and eat flesh and be evil. Literally their entire purpose is to protect each other because they love each other so much. So it's, it's a fantasy. They're fantasy novels. I love fantasy. I love love stories. I love beautiful boys. Um, that's everything everything I could want. Absolutely. So I, again, when I first picked it up, I knew it was a vampire book. So I came for the vampires, but I feel like a lot of people stay for the relationship dynamics and the family and community aspect of it. Totally. So, so important. Mm-hmm. So people who, people who have this feeling and these thoughts about like, oh, it's a... I've said this in the in the episode, so people will hear this if they listen. It's not a story about an abusive relationship. It's a beautiful fantasy love story about people coming into their own and learning who they are. Eventually, and this is kind of a spoiler, but eventually after Edward and Bella get married, Edward 100% is the most loving, doting, adoring husband and father you could imagine having. Like he there's not a second in his in his mind ever where he isn't just absolutely looking at Bella with every ounce of love and adoration you can imagine a husband having. And then he loves that baby, that baby who he was like, get rid of the baby. And then it's born and he's like, oh, never mind. She's, I love her. And there's just not a second of not love from Edward. He just gives it fully and completely. And he stares at Bella like she's the sun and the moon, the stars, which she is, she becomes this and it's through becoming a vampire, but that's, you know, that's a story, a storytelling way of saying, become who you are, be strong, be independent, be brave, make your own decisions and stick to them and protect your family, no matter what, fiercely and love your family. And what, there's nothing more important than that. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we have I, feelings. You do. You do. I'm going through this like roller coaster of emotions right now. <laughs> I'm like losing my train of thought. It's really sad, but <laughs> this is amazing. And we, you know, so after Twilight came out and we've gone through that through the years, um, I feel like people have tried to come out with things that are similar to the, you know, the Twilight story. Is there anything out there that you feel like, eh, okay, they, they kind of tried and it, maybe they succeeded or no, no one's ever. <laughs> no one's ever come close and I've never even bothered to get into <laughs> That's anything. what I was going to say is that I don't need anything else. Nope. Literally, I have never watched any other vampire thing besides Buffy, but Buffy was out and I was in love with Buffy way before you know, oh, yeah. Buffy was my original like vampire relationship, friend, love experience that changed my whole life. And so there's just never been a need for me. To- <laughs> it's always been completely filled mm-hmm. by Twilight. Yeah, my heart is full. I don't even care. <laughs> People can make fun of me as much as they want, but I don't care because they don't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So if they were to since now we're you know we're getting back to the twilight scene again if they were to come out with like a remake or maybe i don't know something would you feel like it would do justice to what is out there already or 
I mean, could they come out with something better or probably not? I don't know. I mean, Rob Pattinson's way too old now. Yeah. So, but no. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what he looks like anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I sure he's still him. really cute. He's but, still cute. But above and beyond that, they probably could. They could probably make a cool reboot of it. Yeah. And hopefully... They would use all actual teenage actors, which I appreciate and love. And I know it's harder to use teenagers because of labor laws and things like that. They can't work as long as adults can. And so it's easier to cast human uh, adults, humans, (laughs) but, um, I would love to see actual teenagers playing the characters. Mm -hmm. I just think it would be awesome. That's a big thing I missed in the movies is that they were all adults except for Kristen, Kristen Stewart, but then she became she a teen during the first week. Uh-huh. So I would love to see that. And I think they could. I think they could. Yeah. I'm I'm never going to be like, don't make a reboot of this about anything. Okay. I, I love reboots. I think they're oh fine. Gosh. I like to reimagine stuff. I like to see things new. Yeah, I'd love to see a more indie approach to the Twilight films oh. rather than a mainstream approach. Okay. I feel like it's such a beautiful setting that if like the cinematography is already built in, so I'd like to see just kind of a more understated yes. approach to it. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I'd also, I would love to see an Edward who actually plays the piano the way that it's described in the books. Instead of chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Pattinson, like two fingers mm-hmm. or less mm-hmm. on the oh, piano right. at a time. <laughs> okay. And you have to remind me, so is he like amazing? Oh, in the books, books. yes. He's like a virtuoso piano player. And it's kind of not a big deal, but she mentions it more than once. Mm -hmm. In fact, she mentions it throughout each book. And so it's for me, I'm always like, this is a detail that I would like you to add in the next time you make Twilight. (laughs) It's just a personal thing. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, I... See, the thing is, I don't really want to dive into every single thing because I really want you guys to go to their podcast and I want you to kind of follow them along this journey because it's going to be so fun since you guys are really like dissecting every one of the chapters and, you know, going through the books. But um, I guess I'll ask you one more question about the books then. Is there one out of all the books, is there one that is like your most absolute favorite? New moon. <laughs> okay, okay. Honey, honey, it's the, the best. best. Yeah, unpopular opinion for sure. Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. It's one of the yeah. least favorites. I think the favorite is, is Twilight, but mm-hmm. then Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I was going to say. Uh, Emily li- literally doesn't remember Eclipse at all. I have no idea what any plot point to that book <laughs> is. So I'm really excited to get to that one. She doesn't remember Eclipse at all but new moon is oh it's so good and it's the jacob book Mm -hmm. which people love jacob black and i love jacob black i i love him i don't think that i'm not team jacob but a lot of people are and i get it i get why Mm -hmm. i love new moon it's beautiful has the best soundtrack too boom okay I have to remember that when I start digging. I need to find my books first, and then mm-hmm. I start reading it. I'll have to remember and bury them. Take off yep. their yeah. Harry Potter. Get them out. <laughs> Put them back on the bookshelf. <laughs> um, do my. It's funny because my parents see my mom was into it as well. So we had a Bella, a dog named Bella, no. and then we have a Jake. So good. So she named them after Twilight. 
It was I like ridiculous. That. I'm like, if you ever get another dog, please name him Edward. Yes. yes. You have to. <laughs> kind of keep that tradition going. So Amazing. I love your mom. <laughs> she's so funny. She's so she was because I feel like even though there was a lot of teenagers obsessed with it, I feel oh. like a lot of moms were like tons of moms oh this is amazing it was a whole culture yeah mm-hmm. there were Big moms with t-shirts, t-shirts all uh-huh. going to the i was almost a mom i was in my late 20s yeah so, so it's awesome. awesome yeah the moms everyone got into it and it's amazing i <laughs> i have so many questions about this but i kind of want to move away from um twilight for a little bit because at the end of the podcast we are going to play some games and i don't want to ask you too many questions because it might give some away from the questions that i have at the end so emily i know that you also mentioned that you're an expert in the harry potter series or movies mm-hmm. um tell me about your love for harry potter because i me too me do we too. have 20 hours i mean i've got you we're here we're here uh, oh my gosh harry potter is i love twilight so much harry potter's on another level for me i growing up i everyone knew i was the girl that loved harry potter Aww. i was in fifth grade when I started reading them and I would carry around all of my books with me everywhere That's I went. 11 years old, right? I was 11. So you were the same age as same Harry. Same age as Harry. So oh, as the books came out, I was always the same age mm-hmm. as no Harry way. Potter was. So I felt very connected yes. <laughs> to that story. And I mean, I could talk about everything and anything with Harry Potter, but it's the first book that I read and fell in love with that got me so interested in reading. So oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Do you, what is your house? Do you have a, I'm a Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff. Yeah. hundred okay. percent. Awesome. Hufflepuff pride. Yeah. <laughs> I need a, there's like this online test that you can take. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I was a Gryffindor, but I might be a Hufflepuff. I need to retake this test. You guys, you'll probably be Gryffindor if you retake it. Yeah. I mean, you is can, there a lot of Gryffindors or. Yeah. My husband's yeah. a Gryffindor, but you can, I mean, when it comes down to it, you get to choose. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're big Harry Potter nerds in our house. My fiance has the Hufflepuff, like the little... Like the robes? Yeah, the, the cool, the robes. And he also has a jacket. And he's like, you need to take that test because I'm not going to be telling you that you're No, you actually need to take the freaking test. So yeah. I'm like, okay, sir. We will do this soon. But, but yeah, no, and I, my son, he, he's eight and he's getting to that age too, where he's like getting more interested in it too. And I would love for him to, hopefully I can get him into the hair because he's watched the movies, but I want him to actually get into the books too, because they're so magical. Absolutely. They're the best. We could have easily, easily done a Harry Potter podcast, but there are lots of them out there. Oh, is there? There like weren't any Twilight ones we checked. There were a few. It's true. Floating around Mm -hmm. here and there. But I think that's the cool thing about your guys' podcast. And I know that it's going to succeed and it's going to like blow up so much because (laughs) it's so unique. There's not, like you said, there's not that many people that are like, let's talk about Twilight. Like (laughs) as excited as you guys are about it, which I love, like your, your energy together. You guys are amazing. So thank you. That's really cool. (laughs) And you sing, I guess. So you're a senior or what do you just like? I sing. 
I am a singer. So... I consider myself to be a singer. Oh, no way. <laughs> Can you tell me? So, have you always been a singer? Yes. Like, so yeah. Did you have any type of training or? Yes. So when I was a child, I guess I was like three, and I was watching Annie, and I was singing oh. at the top of my lungs, and my mom was like, "Oh." Oh, I have an actor. And my brother was an actor too. And so I kind of idolized him and I wanted to do everything he did. But she put me into acting classes when I was little and I did a lot of singing and acting as a child. I did my first play when I was 11. I was, uh, it was Peter Pan and I played Wendy. And that was it for me. I just, I've done theater constantly since I was 11 years. I mean, constantly. The only time I ever took off was... After when I got pregnant with my first child, and she'll be eight this month, so I took about four years off until my youngest was two, and then I just started again. And I just I can't stay away from it. I can't stop singing. Um, I I've taken voice from a few different people. Uh, my most recent voice teacher moved to Arizona, and I'm not happy oh, about yeah. it. <laughs> Come back, Sam Johnson. Ahem. Ahem. Anyway, so yeah, I love singing. It's I sing constantly. I sing on the podcast. Um, I'm not, I don't consider myself to be a great singer, but I just can't stop doing it. So that's what I do. I can't stop. I kind of sometimes I wish I could. Even when I say I'm going to, even when I'm like, I'm never doing it again. And then like literally the next week I go to an audition. So that's, that's so cool. Do. So do you, are you currently in any place right now here in Salt no. Lake or? No, not right now. Okay. I'm just, uh, there, just there were three auditions at last week that I was going to go to and I bailed on all three of them. I was like, I don't think I want to do a show this summer because <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the last, right? well, yes, that is actually <laughs> yeah. a part of it is that I'm like, I'm a tiny bit busy with uh, the podcast. It doesn't take up too much of my time, but I would like it to take up more of my time. And uh, it's giving me a really nice creative outlet that is filling a hole. Um, But also it's the last summer before my youngest is going to start kindergarten. And so I kind of want to just spend the summer. We're going to travel and just be together nonstop. So I want to do that instead of spend my time doing a show this summer. So I'm not doing anything right now. Nope. I just did, uh, over the winter, I did a play called winter wonderettes and that was a blast. And the last summer I did, I was in a production of into the woods. So those are some things I've done recently. I have a friend that, Oh my gosh, what's his last name? It's JC. Um, he does, He's a play screenwriter here in Salt oh, Lake. Cool. And he's always like posting about that's cool all these news plays that are out and stuff. And I've always been intrigued by that. In the you process. should get it into looks, it, but I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, it's fun. It looks it looks fun mm-hmm. to me. So that's really cool. They do that. Who knows? Maybe they can do like a live action Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay so much money to see Twilight on stage. What would that be? I mean, that's a good idea. Maybe you guys should like hit up some people. Let's get it going. Anybody out there, send me an email. I'll support it. You're like, I'll play Bella. No, no, I'm too old for Bella, but I could play Renee. I'll be in one scene. 
<laughs> That's amazing. So do you guys, I know we all have bucket lists. Is there something on your bucket list that, you know, kind of stands out to you right now or something that you would like to complete on it? Now, yes, my book, my bucket, <laughs> my very, my bucket list is kind of cliche, but I'm, I don't care. Everybody I know who knows me knows it. I would just, I'm putting this out there into the universe. I would love to play Peter Pan on stage. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to send it out. It's the secret. I'm going to send it out into the universe. Maybe it'll come back to me. I've played Wendy before. I can play Peter Pan. Somebody give me the chance. Actually, that was one of the auditions that I bailed out on the other day, though. So I kind of (laughs) shot myself in the foot, but it's okay. (laughs) Okay. What's yours, Emily? What is yours? Well, it involves crying, of course. Oh, yes. I, I love art and museums and I would love to go to the Louvre and spend a yes. very large amount of time just crying while I'm there. I, mean, can see <laughs> I would be crying too. <laughs> what been, they, does the Louvre ever close? Is it just kind of like a 24 hour museum or I'm sure it closes. That's an excellent question that I, I do not know. I just want to see you in there for like 48 <laughs> hours. Yes. It's chilly. Oh. Don't mind me. I'm I want to experience that with you. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's awesome, you guys. They're a hobby that I know podcasting, I mean, at least to me, podcasting to me is such a hobby and it's so fun. But besides podcasting, is there like another hobby that you both have? Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're very similar. Yeah, it's weird uh, that we would do something exactly the same. Hmm. I love, <laughs> I just since, since no- November Fourth, two thousand sixteen. I started hand lettering. Oh, I something happened that day, <laughs> and I just couldn't deal with life, and everything changed, and my world turned upside down. Uh, it was the election of 2016 and I just like was like I need to do something and I just picked up a marker and started drawing letters and so I do that all the time now I'm if I'm sitting down listening to podcasts or I'm usually not sitting down listening to them but if I do I just grab a marker and draw letters and phrases and words and song lyrics mostly Mm -hmm. that's awesome mine's more grandmotherly. I still <laughs> do words, but I hand embroider, so I stitch them. They're so beautiful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I'm 92 years old. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love They're that gorgeous. Stuff. I have two of them on my wall. So talented. No way. So do you just like do it for fun too as an outlet like her? And I do it for fun. Some people commission me for specific oh. phrases and stuff, so I've made requested pieces, but mostly just for fun. And it's really, really soothing to just stab a piece of fabric <laughs> over and over and over again. So it's kind of like my therapy session. I love stab, it. Stab, stab, stab. You get to, I mean, it's a stab <laughs> down and then a stab up. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, geez, that's good. Yeah. Up, and up and down. That makes my arm feel good. Jeez. Oh, Do you, have you, either of you done anything Twilight related? Not yet. Oh my gosh. I, I have done a couple of Twilight quotes but okay. I've been drawing nonstop because <laughs> I feel really strongly about things we have opinions opinions are good I'm okay with that awesome. ridiculous do you oh listen gosh, to my favorite murder no is that amazing it was my first podcast that I ever listened to and I just that was another thing I started doing after the election <laughs> 
was like, I don't know, I don't know how to deal with life. So I'm going to start drawing and I'm going to start listening to people talk. And mm-hmm. they just, these two women are funny and smart and beautiful and amazing and talented. And their episode mm-hmm. today was ridiculous. I died. Can't and then I listen. came back to life. So I can listen, listen to it again. To it. <laughs> Do you so, have a favorite podcast, Emily, or something that you listen to on daily? I listen to my favorite murder a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't my first podcast. I started with Serial. Oh, okay. I think most people yeah, yeah. did. Um, but my favorite murder is definitely my favorite podcast. And I feel very, very deeply connected to mm-hmm. Karen and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. I'm going to have to listen to it because yeah. I don't know if I actually listened to them before. So they're so good. It's, they talk about true crime. I mean, it's literally okay. called my favorite murder. So uh-huh. it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's mine. Have mm-hmm. they talked about Ted Bundy and the whole? Yes, they have done the Ted Bundy. Okay. Yeah. Their story. Meant, they've been doing it for a couple of years now. So there's a lot of content. Yeah. I think uh, like 150 episodes so far, something mm-hmm. around that. Yeah. They're really good. Nice. That's awesome. Speaking of Ted Bundy, have you guys gone to the areas here in Salt Lake and like done this? Because that's where I've done the stalking with my fiance because he's into murders too. So mm-hmm. he'll drag me everywhere. He's like, let's let's go find where he lived. Let's go climb up those stairs. I'm like, okay, let's what? do it. He sounds amazing. He you is, have to marry uh-huh. him. Move I know. The day right? I know. Congratulations, by the Move way. Move the day up. <laughs> Lock it down, get him in. That was amazing. Yeah, we actually did. (laughs) Yes. We drove after we went to see My Favorite Murder live. We drove down to a house that Ted Bundy lives in in Salt Lake in Uh the avenues. Oh, yeah. It's about three blocks away from where I live in the avenues. No way. And we drove there and our other best friend Penny was with us and Penny was like that's the house right there and I was like oh okay so let's drive around to the back because he his entrance was in the back of the house into the basement Uh and and you can drive into the driveway of the apartment that's next door Uh so I drove in I'm driving which is all already (laughs) already a mistake because I'm the U-turn queen of the world so I'm like I drive into the driveway and I pull around the building and in the backyard parked just sitting there in the backyard is a yellow Volkswagen oh, Beetle and I no way. lost Stop. my mind like I started crying oh, she you turned course. so fast out of there oh, no. <laughs> I, was like, ah! I grabbed my phone took a picture and then just backed up and drove away as fast as I could I was like what is happening no this can't be real that was the most amazing Dang. thing that's oh, ever happened <laughs> amazing I, I was like these poor people who live here they obvious they either have no idea uh-huh. Or all they the know and they think it's funny, mm-hmm. which okay. either way is cool. I I would like to hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> with their yellow beetles. Yes, because how funny are right. they? Oh my, oh, my gosh. gosh. That's amazing. I don't know. Have you, so they came out with a movie for it and it was at Sundance and I guess it's coming out in November. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Like how <laughs> you guys feel about this? <laughs> I mean, I will literally watch anything <laughs> that has Zac Efron's face oh my gosh, that or is when I shoulder him. or hip or a, I don't care. Yes. 
any one piece, piece of, of hair, hair. Uh, an eye, I'll watch an eyelash. it I'll watch it yeah so I have good news Netflix yes. actually picked it up and they're releasing it in May so the stop okay I've been released yeah okay. so we only have like a month to go no way and no. I am so excited <laughs> but I would also like to say there is a documentary being made by a local girl here in Salt Lake oh, and it's okay. called Theodore the documentary mm-hmm. and it's about the survivors and the families oh. of the victims Whoa. and I would like to put that out there that that's happening and they're trying to raise money and they are trying to I don't know if I can do an unsolicited plug on yes, here because I don't know this girl sure. I've <laughs> never met her I don't know who you she is but I know that she's I know she's doing something amazing oh. she's advocating for the victims <laughs> and their families because a lot of people think that Ted Bundy is being sensationalized right now which he is and uh-huh. it's gross because he was a monster He was not a human being. He was a monster. And she's focusing on the victims, which I just... What an awesome girl. I love her. I don't know her. I've never met her. (laughs) But we love you. Oh, that's wonderful. Does she, do you know if she has like Insta or anything? Yeah, her Insta is probably just like Theodore, the documentary, I think. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. We'll have to, we'll have to (laughs) kind of do some research. You're so right. Because a lot of people are like, oh my God, Ted Bundy's coming out. I can't wait to see this. But my fiance is on the other end. Like he does, he's very, he does his research on everything. So he was like... I like studying his brain and like trying to figure out exactly like what was going through his brain and da, 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 da. And he just goes on and on and on about it. And I kind of fall asleep a little bit, but anyways, but he does, you know, so yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, it's Theodore, the documentary, and that's the handle on Insta. And then the website is Theodore, the documentary.com. Perfect. And the director is Celine Beth uh, Calderon and she's awesome. Oh, good job, Celine. We'll have to go look her up and Mm -hmm. show her all the support because it is an important message for sure. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I am going to test these girls' knowledge about Twilight. We've been talking about Twilight this whole time, but I really want to see. According to U.S. News and World Records, 80% of New Year's resolutions fell by February. Are you part of that 80%? I personally think that there's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, the things that I've have heard is that you don't have time, the gym is expensive, you don't know what you're doing, and you're just tired. And guess what? There is a solution for that. What I recommend is work out from your own home. Start with body weights and, uh, you know, body weights work out until you feel like you are confident enough. And it doesn't cost you a lot of money, too, because I feel like a lot of people have that as their excuse. You know, it's expensive. I don't want to drive somewhere. And you end up just being at home. Here's the cool part of bodyweight workouts. You can actually get certain equipments to help you out, such as dumbbell, resistance bands, or just yoga mats and practice yoga. There are so many things that you can add to your home that will help you get that really good workout. My favorite one-stop shop, which happens to be one of our sponsors, is ProSourceFit.com. This is where I get all of the equipment that I need at home and just on the go, you guys. I take my resistance bands with me everywhere I go, as well as my yoga blocks and my yoga mat. But I recommend you checking them out just because they have some really good products and everything is pretty reasonably priced. You're not expending a lot of money. And remember, this is not, you know, a gym where you're spending all this money monthly and you kind of build your own little gym at your house. So I think it's fun. I think it's a great solution for a lot of us that just feel like we don't have the time to 
you know, go to a gym. And the fun thing is that Nina Tops listeners actually get a 15% off discount from their website. So all you have to do is go to www.prosourcefit.com and use code NINATALKS15 at checkout and that will give you 15% off. Again, that's www.prosourcefit.com and you use your code NINA. T-A-L-K-S-1-5 at checkout for 15% off. Thank you again to ProSourceFit. Okay, I'm going to start with a freaking easy one. Even I know this answer. So where does Bella live before she moves to Forks? Um, Phoenix, Arizona, Eastern Pennsylvania, Jacksonville, Florida. Where did she live before? She has always lived in Forks. (laughs) 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 What's your answer? Let's see. Hey, yes, 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 you guys are right. She lived in Phoenix before moving. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yes. How does Bella figure out that Edward was a vampire? A, he told her. B, Jacob Black told her. And C, she looked it up online. (laughs) (laughs) Emily doesn't know. Uh oh, uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Actually, it is kind of a trick okay. question. It is. Okay. So I say B because he tells her the vampire lore and that they're the cold ones. So he oh. he gets the ball rolling. She You're confirms right. it online, right. but he plants the seed. <laughs> I stick by my, my K response. I will it is a trick question. Sort of give it to you. <laughs> there you go. We're like half Thank of it. You. you can have half of it. And I'll okay. have half for Perfect. saying that she literally looked it up online. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, you ready? So who drove Bella to Phoenix when she was escaping Jane's? Carlisle and Esme. Esme. Um, drive. I didn't know vampires could drive. <laughs> Edward and Emmett or Jasper and Alice. Okay, let's see. Ooh, okay, you are right. <laughs> did I not pick, did I, wait. You did I miss C, one? C was Edward C was and Emmett. Edward. Oh, I not literally right. meant that. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to what I skipped right over. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh, no. They're like sweating over here. This it is was topic, I know. <laughs> it was Jasper and Alice. I knew nice. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see if you get this next one. So who found Bella in the woods after Edward leaves? Sam, Yuli, Jacob Black, what is this woods of which you speak of? <laughs> yes. I like to write the entire Sam. answer out. Yes. And you are so right about your hand lettering. Look how pretty that looks. Oh, wow. That's the messiest thing. Um, <laughs> so pretty. Yeah, no, I love that. My my beautiful and amazing sister-in-law asked actually asked about that on Facebook. She likes to discuss things, and I think it's really cool. Uh-huh. So she was like, is Charlie really a good dad? I mean, he's not even a good cop. He <laughs> lost Bella in the woods. And I was like, no. In fact, let's have a discussion about this. Bella literally ran after Edward in the woods and got lost like any normal human being would get lost in those woods that you cannot navigate through as a human being. Uh And 
the wolf pack found her. I don't think the cops ever could have found her. He had no the entire town of Forks looking for her and LaPush. Mm-hmm. He had all of Forks and LaPush looking for her because Charlie's the best dad. Oh. <laughs> we love Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question is, which member of the wolf pack did Bella punch? Jacob, Paul, or Sam? I don't remember anything. <laughs> Jacob Black. Right in the mouth. Broke her hand. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, you guys are doing pretty good. <laughs> Hopefully, right? Okay, so this is a... Uh, okay. In Eclipse, um, what does the broken ribbon on the front of the book represent? Okay. Um, A, being torn between two people, Edward and Jacob. B, Bella is being torn apart because Jacob made her mad. C, Bella is dying. Hmm. (laughs) I'm going to say A because that's the one that makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. You're right. Even though I don't remember that book whatsoever. (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) I like Eclipse. Oh, man. Okay, this is a good one. How many times did Jacob kiss Bella? Uh, one, two, or three? Oh, oh it's two, two times. Two times. I only wrote two. Is it two? Yes, uh, you're correct. Okay. Because two times. I wrote A. I thought it was once. I think I tried to block that out of my mind because I don't like being kissed <laughs> without consent. Oh, there you go. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next. Um, in the fourth book, what are the parts in order? So I'm going to read the orders to you guys. So... Letter A, Bella, Jacob, Bella. Letter B, Jacob, Bella, Jacob. Letter C, Bella, Jacob, and Edward. Wait, I don't know what's happening. Read the question again. <laughs> so in the fourth book, um, what are the parts the, from the book? Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ship's narrator. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, read the options again. <laughs> <laughs> so letter A is Bella, Jacob, Bella. Letter B is Jacob, Bella, Jacob. And then be- letter C is Bella, Jacob, Edward. B. Yes. Yes. Okay, you're right. We both got yes. it. I loved that. I loved opening it up and hearing Jacob's uh, narrative. I loved it so, so much. Give me more Jacob narrative. He's great. Awesome. Okay, next. Why is Bella dying in the Jacob part? Letter A, she's already dead. Letter B, she <laughs> fell downstairs and broke her neck. Whoa. Letter C, she she got bit by an evil nomad vampire. Who wrote these answers? Um, letter D, she's pregnant with a vampire werewolf baby that is tearing her apart. Emily took the longest time. I'm so unsure about everything. She just wrote the letter D for an entire three seconds. She wrote down, back up, and then a bigger. It was like when when my preschooler in their class, they like draw letters in the air. It was just like that. You did it, though. You got it, girl. It It was a D. Okay, so this is the last question. What is the fifth Twilight book? Navy Sky, Breaking Wind, Midnight Sun, or Dying Grass? I really want to read a novel called Dying Grass by Stephanie Meyer. Is it? Scenes at Midnight Sun? Well, that's the only novel out of that list. 
I just Is I was almost thinking it was the uh, the short story that she wrote. The short second life of Brie Taylor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was almost thinking it was that, which I really like and I own, but I and I don't see that we can consider Midnight Sun to be a full novel because she never finished it or published it. It's only two hundred and forty eight pages long. Twelve oh, chapters. Okay, so it's not it's even the a best one. It's it? oh, the best. Okay, I mean I'll it's very it. beautiful. It changes everything about how you feel about Edward. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I feel like your girls did pretty good. You know your you know your twilight. I think I got an A minus. I got a solid B, I think. (laughs) That's better than what I would have gotten because I had no idea. Like half of these things I'm like, what? I don't know. But you guys are awesome. So if you don't mind, just tell us um where we can find you. Um, when your podcast airs and any other information that you want to share to our listeners. Uh, we do new episodes every Sunday. Um, we're at Remember Twilight Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And we're currently available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. We're still waiting for the Apple to come through. So eventually yes. we'll be there too. Yeah, we're on Stitcher too. Stitcher, yeah. And then uh, Remember Twilight at gmail.com. Or no, Remember Twilight Podcast at gmail.com email us yeah yeah for sure we're approachable (laughs) (laughs) we sure are (laughs) especially if maybe they have questions about your podcast or if they have you know they're reading it with you too and they just Mm want to share their feelings i guess (laughs) do share i people want to people have been my friend sat in my living room and we cried because oh. she wanted, she just like really had a story about Twilight. And then I was like, <laughs> let me record it and I'll put you on my podcast. <laughs> yes. We love old photos, old stories, mm-hmm. feelings, thoughts, anything. Yep. You can I send them this. to us. We'd love it. Well, you girls are awesome. And this was fun. Please come back again. And maybe once I start reading the Twilight books again, I'll invite you back so we can discuss. Yes. <laughs> I love that. We, we love a third voice. Yes, I would love that. Well, thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much. Good luck with your podcast. I'm really excited to keep reading. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. Oh, you guys are so good. (laughs) 